By the year 2010, experts are predicting that India will suffer nearly 1 million smoking-related deaths per year. How do the primary causes of death from smoking in India differ from that in the United States? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, Professor of Surgery at the Chicago Medical School, and our guest today is Dr. Prabhat Jha, Professor of Health and Development and Founding Director of the Center for Global Health Research at the University of Toronto. Dr. Jha is the lead author of impactful research published on the current smoking epidemic in India. Welcome, Dr. Jha. Thank you for having me, Mark. Today we are discussing influences on soaring smoking medical mortality rates in India. Dr. Jha, what did you find were the most common reasons for death related to smoking in India? The most common causes of smoking-related death in India were from tuberculosis, particularly in rural India, from respiratory disease, which was throughout India, from stroke and heart disease, and particularly acute heart attack, which was most common in urban India, and also from cancers. So basically the same sets of diseases by which Americans die from smoking are also leading causes of smoking-related deaths in India. With the addition of tuberculosis as one of the big causes of smoking-related death in India. Now, let me question that. Uh, Certainly, we see the vascular disease, the coronary disease, the pulmonary disease, and all the others you mentioned. But when you speak about tuberculosis, certainly we don't see this frequently in the United States. How does smoking influence the mortality from tuberculosis? Well, what smoking appears to do is that it makes subclinical infection, which is quite widespread in India, active. Uh, meaning that if people have TB bacillus uh, in them, and by some estimates, perhaps a third of the Indian population are already infected, what smoking appears to do is it affects the latent disease or the silent disease into something that becomes quite active. And therefore, it may be actually contributing to transmission of tuberculosis to others. I mean, if you're infected with the TB bacillus, then for most people, nothing happens. But in a significant minority of those that smoke, the disease becomes active. They are coughing and perhaps spreading it to others. And unless they get good TB treatment with the standard tuberculosis drugs for several months, their risk of death increases substantially. So the mechanism appears to be increasing the incidence or the increasing new tuberculosis cases in the population. Now, I'm sure I'm one of many who are listening to you, and not to get too detailed, but how does smoking in of itself affect the pathophysiology of tuberculosis? How does it actually activate a latent or subclinical tuberculous bacillus? We don't really know that well, right? I mean, we don't actually know well why some people who have infection with the TB bacillus develop disease and why others don't. But if you just think about it quite at a simplistic level, the TB bacillus is sitting in your lung. It's kept away from the immune system in the rest of the body by being 
engulfed in macrophages, and that basically hides it from the rest of the body. And most people live with that for the rest of their lives, and it's not uncommon. My father's got a history of TB, so I presume that's what's happening in his lungs. But if you think about what would be the triggers, and we don't know enough yet, but there may be well an effect of the smoking impacting the, if you will, the macrophage surveillance or the immune surveillance so that the TB escapes that being cocooned from the rest of the body, starts to spread. For a period, the person will be coughing up active tuberculosis, meaning that if they have a wife or a child in the home, they may well become infected as well if they're not already infected. And again, depending on what happens in terms of treatment, they may well die from the active case of tuberculosis. Now, when you say they die and their demise is from tuberculosis, we're not talking about a comorbidity of the other effects of the cigarettes on lung function. It's actually a demise secondary to tuberculosis in of itself. That's correct. And, you know, if we look at the smoker versus non-smoker risks, you know, roughly tuberculosis is about two and a half fold more common in men that smoke, and it's threefold more common in women that smoke as a cause of death. If you think, well, is it something else that smokers are different? Is it alcohol use or poverty or something else? We, when we adjust for those, we have statistical ways of removing those differences. We find that there's no difference in the risks. It is a smoking effect. If you take that a little forward and say what percentage of deaths from tuberculosis in India are due to smoking, well, by our estimates, of all the TB deaths in India, and there's a large percentage of those, about 40%, 38% to be exact, among men of the TB deaths in India are due to tuberculosis, meaning that there's 120,000 tuberculosis deaths in men and 9% of all the tuberculosis deaths in women, or about 14,000 tuberculosis deaths from smoking, are due to smoking. So these are big numbers, and they're accounting for a lot of disease from something that wasn't well studied even a few years ago. If you have just joined us, you are listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill. And with me today is Dr. Prabhat Jha, Professor of Health and Development and Founding Director of the Center for Global Health Research at the University of Toronto. We are discussing influences on the soaring smoking-related mortality rates in India. Dr. Jha, how do most Indians view smoking? Well, I think most Indians would probably view smoking as a nuisance or a habit and they wouldn't really associate a lot of risks with it, which is understandable because the time period between smoking and disease is not a matter of months, but it's years or decades. They really do underestimate the risks. But our research has found that, in fact, the risks are substantial. I mean, if you compare, let's take a 30-year-old man that smokes in India. If they smoke BDs, they will lose roughly six years of life. If they smoke cigarettes, they will lose roughly 10 years of life. And even if you take the average risk, let's say mostly it's BDs, 
then the risk appears quite early. Like again, take a 30-year-old smoker. Of those 30-year-old smokers, 61% are dead before age 70. So in middle age, about 60% of smokers are dead versus 40% of non-smokers. And that risk doesn't just all come kind of late in life, but even by age 50, it's quite substantially different between smokers and non-smokers. So by age 50, 15% of male smokers are dead versus 9% of non-smokers. To answer your question, I think most Indians really underestimate the risks of smoking, and partly because they didn't have any evidence before, or they thought that, well, you know, we smoke fewer cigarettes or we smoke BDs. The smoking amounts are less than in the United States, so maybe the risks aren't as great. And we found the exact opposite. The risks are much bigger than people had anticipated. Why? Well, that's not quite clear. It probably is that there's high background rates of disease. Like if you go in urban India, among urban adults, the leading cause of death is heart attack. That's happened very quickly. In rural areas, one of the leading causes of smoking-related death is tuberculosis. So smoking is taking all the diseases that are common to India for various reasons, poor access to health care, whatever it may be, or lack of prevention, and making them much more common. So you know, basically, smoking appears to double the death rates in women and close to double the death rates in men right throughout middle age age 30 to 69. And there may be particular things about the type of cigarette smoking or the like, but it is peculiar that the risks are as high as we found. Now, you mentioned that BDs are made in India, correct? Yes. What about the cigarettes? Are they made in India or are they produced by Western companies? Well, they're made by tobacco companies in India. Cigarettes are produced by Indian tobacco companies, but often with marketing deals with Western companies. So they have the, just like any other industry, they have tie-ups. But what is interesting is that, you know, we looked at the risk of death by the type of smoking. So, you know, again, looking at men, middle-aged men, age 30 to 69, if you look at BD smoking, even those that smoke only one to seven BDs a day have a 30% greater risk of dying from their smoking. And the average amount is only four BDs a day. For cigarettes, it's even greater. The excess risk for cigarette smoking, again, one to seven cigarettes a day, that goes up to 80% higher risk of dying. So it basically doubles the risk. Although what it suggests is that any type of smoking kills but cigarettes are particularly hazardous in the Indian context. Now, in the United States, advertising and the media and the movies, they've glamorized smoking, and that certainly has been a culprit in terms of why young people take up smoking. Is this similar in India? Well, probably. I must say that our study was not really about the causes of smoking. It was about the consequences of smoking, but probably that's the case that it's not regulated and it's seen as a glamorous activity, so probably that's why Indian males in particular are smoking at much higher rates than their American counterparts. Well, what kind of advertising campaigns in India are generated by the cigarette companies? They tend to do a lot of the things that have happened in the West. They used to have newspaper ads and the like, but that's been regulated recently. But they still put a lot of placement in movies, so they try to get Bollywood stars to 
just smoke, and they were sponsoring sports events up until recently. And they have various ways of marketing various brands of their uh, cigarette products, you know, through advertising of clothes and sponsoring of sports events and cultural events and so forth. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Prabhat Jha. We have been discussing influences on soaring smoking-related mortality rates in India. I'm Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Be sure to visit our website at ReachMD.com, now featuring on-demand podcasts of our entire library. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And thank you for listening. This is Dr. Brian Carter, Professor of Pediatrics at Vanderbilt Children's Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee. And you are listening to ReachMD, XM 157, the channel for medical professionals.